Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 414 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlos. Yeah, I'm here. And Brian. <laughs> All right, before we get, to, get too deep here, I'm going to give a big shout out to our, uh, our patrons, specifically our Black Belt patrons, Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornsson, Hoffman Brewing, Brian Jones, uh, Devin Stinson, and Phil Feldman. If, you'd like, if you would like to become a patron, head over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. Carlos, you were just telling me something about our Black Belt patrons. Do you remember what that was? Oh, yeah. No, they're, uh, they're, they started a softball league. Oh, did they now? <laughs> Yeah, like uh, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, no, like uh, like they're all experienced though. Like I'm not like so. I think they'll be pretty good at it. like I I think that they'll just do great. Yeah, so they're yeah, I, I heard that they no, also no injuries uh, or anything. I, I also heard that they um instead of using gloves, they were just gonna catch the balls with their face. Yeah, and like uh, they don't wear helmets either. Like they don't because you don't need a helmet to play I mean, softball. If your face is like super leathery, you could probably catch a ball. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that's yeah. yeah. I mean, if yeah, if, if you can catch a wrench, you can catch a ball. Is that the? <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad we talked about this. Yeah. So if you'd like to uh, join the BNS softball league, yeah, because like if you catch enough, and if you catch enough softballs with your face, you can catch some looks. <laughs> Head on over to patreoncom slash studios and become a patron today. <laughs> All right, Carlos, what have you been up to lately? Uh, you know, I haven't been up to a whole lot this last week. Uh. Yeah, no, nothing exciting. Uh, did some, uh, like, we had a really nice day uh, on Friday. Like, it was mid 80s, I mean, nice and sunny. Like, I really had the nice day days. off. Like, I was, so I was just, uh, like, I was, I just needed to be productive and outside. So, like, I did some yard work. And then we uh, got some branches down off the tree that were overhanging where my car goes. There's one still up there, but I'm sure that nothing, one's pretty stuck. Yeah, it's a little stuck. So, I just have to hope it doesn't hit, hit my car. But otherwise, uh, haven't done gone anywhere cause a whole lot besides some in town driving because my brakes are uh, they don't work they're, they're not great they don't work uh, but my car doesn't go in until later in the week so you need brakes brakes yeah, are they, they, they work arguably the second most important part well. of a vehicle they don't work well what's the first <laughs> <laughs> the engine to oh. make you go forward. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm. The third is steering. Mm, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know a lot about cars. I, I mean, have you not listened to Carlos's car you, corner? You should, you need That's all I know about cars. <laughs> this is what I learned from Carlos's car corner. I'm sorry. Brian, what have you been up to lately, man? It's been a minute since you've been on the show. <clears throat> yeah. Um, not a whole lot. Yeah, I mean, my yard is completely destroyed. From This was like one of the most gnarliest winters I think that we've had in forever and ever. Um just just endless amounts of snow and endless amounts of destruction uh, branches down. I have more yard work than I know what to do with. My gutters are completely trashed. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I had the chainsaw out yesterday. I was cutting stuff down on my girlfriend's property and... Yeah, I, I mean, you probably should have asked her before you started cutting all her trees down. Mm, she points, I do. That's mm -hmm, how yeah. she goes. Um, yeah, I don't know. We went to Pitchfork today. And we did. We did. Uh, shout out to uh, old uh, Wally McNutt over there. Yeah. Good old Doc McNutt. Doc McNutt. 
yeah, he only listens to wrestling podcasts, so we're going to shout him out on this one. Yep. Yeah. He. Uh, uh, yeah, it was his birthday this week. Happy birthday! Yeah, what was he about? Fifty. Fifty-two uh, years he, old. He said. He said he was. Uh, he was. He was celebrating his fifteenth, uh, twenty-ninth birthday. So hey, there you go. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Doc McNutt cures what Alia guaranteed. Guaranteed. Uh yeah, no, he says had some good uh, did you have the Firkin? The paleo no, and coffee? No, I did the smash. That was the beer. first one I had. I don't I'm not a big coffee beer guy. This was it was real subtle and I like a subtle coffee. Like my favorite coffee beer is Banshee Cutter from uh Insight. Yeah, I've had that one. Uh, like that one uh, is by far my favorite. Um, if it's coffee and it's light, I'm out. Like I don't eh. like if it's dark and there's coffee, then it makes sense to me. But I don't. I would never like seek out a coffee beer. Um, so many beers. To yeah, drink it's okay world. to be wrong. Oh I like God. coffee beers, but like I also like I, I get where you're saying like a, a light coffee beer is not really what I, I really want. Yeah, like the flavors have to layer and make sense. I yeah. think. I just I just really hate it when my beer tastes like beer, you know, and so. It's <laughs> a lot of you people, <laughs> you people out there. I want my who you calling you people? You people. I mean, it's not like I ever put a slushy machine in a tap room, so. <laughs> uh, uh, I did that twice. <laughs> That's about it. I don't know. Not much. Uh, right. Yeah, like I said, we went to Pitchfork. Always amaze balls. Uh, what about you? Yeah, well, you know, I had to bust out the toque again because it uh, it's snowing. Yeah, you got the uh, New Zealand uh, yep. toque on today. Uh, yeah, it's currently snowing. It was 91 degrees on Wednesday and Thursday this week. It was a beautiful yeah. 80 on Friday. Uh, and then looking it at is snowflakes. now accumulating on that tree next door. Out the window. Uh, yeah, so there's a blizzard outside. And uh, welcome welcome to the Midwest is what they say, I think. Yeah. Um, besides that, uh, yeah, no, this week was great. Spent a bunch of time outside. Uh, got, some pat- or got some deck drinking in uh, just to enjoy the weather. Um, girlfriend went off to uh, Kentucky uh, yesterday. She's out climbing um, in Red River Gorge. Uh, so you know, shout out for her. It's a uh, it's her birthday like trip. So it's her birthday. Well, it's a rare case 20, of 20. somebody going on a trip to Kentucky on purpose. On oh, I've purpose. Done that. <laughs> yeah. Usually, usually it's for alcohol related reasons. <laughs> um, and then I went there with Lucy for a social work convention. Oh. Bowling Green, and then all I did was play disc golf. I, I met up with uh, Tony there. Oh shit! Nice. nice. Um, let's see. Besides uh, that, I mean, not much. Uh, I had some coworkers uh, come into town uh, for like a big work thing, and we went out to Gambit Brewing in St. Paul, uh, which uh, is mm. the uh, the owner and brewer from uh, Bobtown Brewing, uh, their new brewery. Is that Mike and then... Uh, Mike and Josh. Okay. I don't remember if I had met Josh or not. Yeah, I don't know if you have or not. I'm, I'm sure you have in passing. Maybe. Because uh, he, was, he was, like, friends with O'Hara and that kind uh, of stuff. Okay. So I think I, I think I remember seeing them at Hoffman Barrel together. What happened to O'Hara? Where is he these he days? He is at uh, O'Shaughnessy Distilling in uh, Minneapolis. Uh, right next to uh, Surly. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Got it. Cool. Good for you. Yeah, at least last I heard. Oh, right on. Yeah. 
I thought I saw a day block, but I don't know. Hi, Mike, if you're listening, what up? Uh, he might be a day. Uh, no, I think he was a day block, and then he went to the distillery. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's he moved around a little bit. Got it. Um, and then, let's see, last night we went out to the garage for a couple of, well, so first we stopped at Junior's, and yeah. they had Hacker Shore on tap. Oh. Uh, both the, uh, the Dunkel and uh, the Maybach. And That's interesting. I wonder if the these German imports are like easier or more cost effective to get in these days. If something has know. changed, because but it was awesome. The, I, the only place you could ever get any of that was the Stube. Yeah. But yeah, so we had uh, we had some or some German beer at uh, Juniors, and then we went over to the garage where we were having a good time until we weren't. Um, yeah, just uh, and it, it like drank too it, much. Yeah, it, like it was on us. Yeah. Uh, we were offered some thirteen percent uh, three sheeps cuvee, and we took it, and that may have been a mistake. Yeah, and then uh, after that, we were offered some uh, meat tubes of antiquity from. Well, I mean, if you're local, you know that's Oliphant because the name doesn't make any sense. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they say one time, and th- this is probably total BS, uh, I don't know if they listen to this, probably not, but uh, they said something about like feeding beer names into like cr- like a Korean Google Translate and then, and then translating them, back them backwards and seeing like... What, what would happen? Sort of stuff came. That out. wouldn't surprise me even a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Either they had done that, or they were doing that and didn't use them. I don't know. That's just something. Once in a while, I got to chatting with Matt Wallace. So I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? The, so it was like what probably they fed in like the sausages of yesterday, right? Yeah. Well, speaking of meat tubes, we then made uh, some bratwurst last night. Uh, I remember them tasting very good because I, we smothered them in cheese sauce. Yeah, there's too. a lot of cheese <laughs> sauce on those. He's telling me all this at Pitchfork, and I'm like, sounds about right. <laughs> Los, uh, Los is like, I've got the brats. <laughs> I got cheese sauce. I got cheese sauce. <laughs> and then, like, in the middle of the night, the smoke detector just fucking starts going off. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I woke up this morning and I looked at the counter and the smoke detector was off with the batteries taken out. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, like, it's just like four o'clock in the morning. All of a sudden, just beep, 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 beep. It, like, it was not four o'clock in the morning. It was like three or something. It was, it was really early still. Oh, when the smoke detector went off? Oh, yeah. Oh, I was on the couch. I don't yeah. <laughs> no, like, I'm like, land, like, I'm like, just like looking at the thing and like, Trying to get, I stuff. thought that was. At, I, like, and I, I thought around, that was brat related. And then I looked, no, yeah, honest. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> related. But that was no, that was way too late. Like, uh, like uh, that was like way after. Yeah, because we were asleep by like ten. Yeah, and the stove was off. It wasn't. Damn. There's nothing on. Like, I, like I looked around the whole house just to make sure there's like nothing on fire. Oh, you did way more than I did. I well, think because I, just, I was. <laughs> Jeez, you guys did that on Saturday, right? Yeah. Yeah, Friday was the day I did that. I like woke up and it was a wasteland of cheese cheese based corn, <laughs> corn cheesy corn based snacks. Cheesy corn like, snacks. And and like a can can of drink that I only took a few sips out of and yeah, it was Yep, that's uh a text from my neighbor <laughs> talking about my loud guitar playing <laughs> but wasn't a bad text, you know, it was just was oh yeah just just was 
<clears throat> yeah, it turns out that uh, we need supervision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> like my girlfriend left, and I'm like, woo! <laughs> it didn't like like I knew like because like, going in is like you know like we could we could probably like head out early. We don't like like we don't have to stay till closing time. And then as soon as we we're didn't. there, like it didn't even occur to me. Like it, like it was like oh we just like we just keep drinking now. This is what we do now. We just keep drinking. <laughs> well, and honestly, we were doing really good until like we hit the end. Yeah. Um. And then I uh yeah it was. Like and it it snuck up on us because we we were doing fine and like we were we were ready to leave and it was only like eight thirty yeah and then all of a sudden nope yeah <laughs> stupid thirteen percent beers <laughs> um yeah uh beyond that not much this week I don't think I'm trying to think um yeah nothing really to talk about so uh yeah probably. <clears throat> And now, live from Jimmy Dugan's Sportsball Joint and Casino, this is Sportsball Talk with Hoagie Hogerson and Dugout Jones. Smoke them if you got them, boys. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that, Stevie. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm John Hoagie Hogerson. And I'm Dugout Jones. And this is BNS Sports Talk. And we have ourselves just a fantastic story this week, straight out of St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah, it's a, it's a hell of a story, that's for sure. Yeah, and to tell us all about it, uh, on the line we have uh, Tug Evan Smith, a professional umpire, uh, rec league, and he's going to uh, kind of give us the rundown here. Uh, so, Tug, what's uh, what's what's going on with this story? Yeah, how we doing there, boys? How we doing? Huh? Well, we're doing great. We're uh, doing you know, great. we're we're doing we're doing, we're doing good. Praise Lombardi. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hoagie, you look like shit as usual. Dugout, how you doing? Good. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I'm doing great. All right, all right, that's enough. Okay, now listen. Here's what happened. Now we got Devin Stinson, famous rec league softball player. He's better known as the as the Stinmeister in local circles, or the Devster, yeah, yeah, or the on, Devster. Yeah, the he's Devster. on my uh, he's on my uh, fantasy rec league. <laughs> <laughs> I got all of his cards. All right, as an umpire, I'm also a fan, obviously. So I got all of his cards. Okay, now listen. They're in a big stack. Oh yeah, he's. I heard that he was asking for them back. <laughs> they're in a big stack at home, and that son of a bitch isn't getting them back. <laughs> all right. So didn't listen. realize they all fit in that Winnebago. It was the bottom of the ninth, and Devin was up to bat, and uh, he hits a weak grounder. To the second baseman. And classic, classic Devster. Totally. And he lumbers all the way down to first base, and he'd the ball flies through the air, and it, and it claps him straight in the dome. Straight to the dome. Oh, jeez. Unbelievable. Knocks him out cold. He touched first base. So, in my professional opinion, was he safe? What do you think? Well, dug out? Well, the problem is it's softball. Nobody really knows the rules to softball. That's right. There are really no rules to softball. <laughs> but, but like we could use baseball as like a good uh, good lead into uh, how softball works. Yeah. So in a case like this, since he he's running to the base, that's and, right. Uh, but it's interference though because he hit the ball. And you're not supposed to touch the ball after no, you've, like, no. batted it away. Well, I mean, so the the problem there is uh, we all know that you're not supposed to touch the ball, but it... It was it was thrown by it was a thrown ball and not a hit ball. So yeah. we know we know that like if you get hit by 
a hit ball, then then you're out, right? Yeah, you got to. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, but, yeah. But here, like, I mean, yeah, he did dra- drop like a sack of taters, but uh, I think I think he was safe. Well, no, actually, we 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 reviewed the footage. Uh, we, we did, we did, we did many times, and once we stopped laughing, we really uh we we got in there uh, and yeah, we 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 had to rewatch it like a couple five, ten, twenty times. I must have watched that video twenty, maybe thirty times. Yeah, like, but like he, the ball hit him before he touched the base. So, so I mean, that's uh. I mean, so it, because it hit him before he touched the base, you know, I, I really think it may have been an intentional hit, which uh, <laughs> I think he I think, threw the ball right at him, right, right at him. And I think I think there uh, that that means he probably should have gotten the walk. Well, on. well that's actually what it, uh, it turns out that in baseball, at least I don't know how it works with softball. There are no rules know. for softball. <laughs> but, We've already established that. Uh, and I but, mean, uh, but uh, it turns out that that's uh, that's the walk. He can, he can, oh, like, if 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 the uh, unless it's unless it was on purpose that he hit it, in which case it's not a walk and it's a strike. Hey, his face is not a glove. Okay, just just a strike there, Doy. So I mean, he still should have been able to go back up to bat. Oh yeah, yeah. They should have let him bat again. There are they no should, rules. They should they should have let him bat. Should have just let I him mean, bat again. So uh, well, the issue is though. Part of what weighs into that choice is uh, if there was any injury sustained, and in this case, well, there was and, a little bit of injury. Yeah, and so it, it in in the case of an injury, and and correct me if if I'm wrong here, Tug, but uh, I believe in in the case of an injury, then uh, the batting opportunity goes to uh, the next of kin, right? So it should have been his son up there with uh, with with a bat. Yeah, that Grayson, I tell you, he's hot. I mean, he got, he's an up-and-comer. I got all of his cards, too. I'm not giving those back either. <laughs> I mean, he, he's he's only in his rookie season, and we, what we've seen so far, it's it's really good. There's nothing like seeing some vengeance being taken out by a family member out of the field. <laughs> Uh, you're you're not you're not wrong there, dugout. Uh, I I mean you're 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 pretty right. Uh, you you see you see another family member come in, and especially one with with the just the raw talent of Grayson there. And I think I think what we're gonna see is we're gonna see him have a breakout season as he's avenging his father. Yeah, he sits around in that dugout and shines up that baseball bat like you wouldn't believe. Shiniest bat I ever seen with just a gleam of so murder. So I, I think I. <laughs> I <laughs> I think I think what we have here is we we have we have a classic case of a missed call and I mean Tug you you were calling that game I was calling that game so why'd you fuck up so bad oh, I wasn't paying attention that makes sense were you just looking at your cards yep well he's called Sir Tugs a lot for a reason <laughs> <laughs> well there is that I told you already there he are, tugs out in the dugout there are no rules <laughs> in softball. I don't right. even know why I was there. Well, thanks, Doug. Uh, we really appreciate your uh, your your insight on this matter, but uh, we we have to we have to we have to let you go. And okay. we have uh, uh, we have, we have Doc Wireshut coming in to give uh, her medical opinion. Oh, uh, that's like probably a good idea. An, well, an, an expert on uh, softball injuries. All right. Before we get that, uh, we got to pop over to our sponsor real quick. Uh, straight out of St. Louis, Missouri, uh, we have Budweiser as a sponsor. That's right. The gayest of beers right now. Uh, they're they're uh, seeing some backlash from this uh, rainbow thing uh, that they're doing with the cans. And I tell you what, I just I really enjoy it. I think I think the best advertising that they've ever done. We're getting a bunch of free advertising. Really? 
wait, wait, they're doing a rainbow thing with their cans? Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, and it, a lot, a lot of people have taken to the internet, and they're really supporting them by buying more Budweiser, running it over with trucks, showing the integrity of their cans. Wait, wait, so wait, those are supposed to be rainbows? Hoagie, I think I might be colorblind. <laughs> well, dugout, you took a few baseballs to the head there, bud. Well, yeah, because like I'm a man, so I take baseballs to the head, not softballs, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you got the old dumpster there. <laughs> All right. Uh, and uh, now that we've done that, uh, that ad read, uh, Doc Wireshut, uh, famous horse doctor. What do you? What? What? Are, what is your medical opinion here? Do you think uh, that Devin's going to be out for the rest of the season? Do you think he's going to have to wire his jaw shut? What's going on here? Mm, I have lots of opinions on this matter. Um, first of all, I just wanted to address that I am a horse doctor. In fact, the reason I was called in because the animal that most closely closely resembles the Devster is actually a Clydesdale horse. In in what way does he resemble a Clydesdale horse? He's thick everywhere that you need to be thick. Uh, is, that, is that with uh, two C's? Yep. Oh, jeez. Praise Ditka. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yep. Oh, no. Well, I don't really know what to do with that information yeah. there, Doc Wireshut. So, but, uh, uh, so uh, I have a question. Like, do you think that an injury like this is going to stop him from taking balls to the face in the future? Very definitely. He's um, going to have to probably get his face all wired shut with f- at least 14-gauge wire. Um, and then we're going to have to make uh, going to blend up all of his foods uh, and, and feed it to him in a, with a straw. But, but he can still take the balls to the face, though, right? He can take he balls to the face all day long, right? He'll be taking balls to his face for the rest of his life. Well, I mean, we already knew that there, eh? Uh, so, Just I guess... looking at how misshapen his head was, it, there was a pretty big ball to the face. I mean, it did look like somebody dropped an avocado. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, Do- doc- yep. Dr. Wi- Dr. Wireshut, mm-hmm, um, yep. I just, I, yes. I have, I have a question for you. So, uh, like an athlete of his caliber, what, uh, what, what kind of, uh, like what, what kind of blended foods are we looking at? Like, uh, and can we, like, will he be able to, to come back this season? Mm, yeah. So he's going to need all of his vitamins and minerals. And so, <laughs> well, I hear that he's getting a lot of vitamin D. So, do you have to call a geologist to get his, his minerals then? <laughs> yes. In fact, uh, we'll grind up uh, various uh, minerals and feed them to him um, with a straw. So, does it all have to be liquid, or can it just be like really small pieces of stuff that you can squeeze in there? Really small pieces are fine. With 14 gauge wire, there's going to be a few gaps. And so, we'll be able to jam a few different things into the nooks and crannies of his face uh, for him to eat. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, like my, uh, my my cousin Brad, he had a uh, he had it happen to him once, and like he but like he didn't want to change, like he didn't like the liquid food at all. So like he took like a re- he had a really big pencil that was his, uh, his shoving pencil. So he'd, like shove it around his cheeks to get to the like back to the back of his mouth. Mm, yeah, we'll give Devin a shoving pencil. Didn't uh, didn't didn't Brad uh, end up with a bunch of uh, splinters and infections? Because of the shoving pencil. Oh yeah, he, he oh, died. Geez, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. And I mean that that could that could be a thing which which doesn't bode well for the team. Yes. Uh, you have to be careful with a shoving pencil. Yeah, I mean if I'm I'm just saying if Devin doesn't come back this season, uh, I mean if if you have any of the other players there. Oh. 
I have all of Devin's cards. I don't. Uh, he has to come back. I, I'm just. I, I'm just. I'm really worried. The family is looking for those. You know. I'm not giving. <laughs> they need, they I'm not giving to, them back. They need to pay for gas. They're running off cash. I bought those cards fair and square from Tug, Tug Evan Smith. He had doubles of everything, and now I have them. <laughs> Why you're shutting Tug? <laughs> It was well, a good episode. Uh, like we had uh, some great guests on today. Oh, we had some fantastic guests. I just really, really want to give a shout out to uh, to Tug and uh, Doc Wireshut. Uh, I mean, I didn't know that Devin was hung like a Clydesdale, but now I do. And uh, just like it's it, it'll be a real sad day if he doesn't make it back for the end of the season. I just don't think that. Uh, that the Tuggers have a chance at the uh, at the playoffs if he doesn't come back. Oh, you know? oh, oh Devin Jr. Though that he's going to be having some good vengeance this the rest of the season though. I saw him polishing his bat. Well, uh, I mean that's between you and him, I suppose. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I think that's all we have time for today. So that's the end of. Uh, BNS Sports. Yeah, that's the end of the sports ball talk. Uh, but I think we have a we have a word from our sponsor. That's right, and today we have uh, the beer, a word from our sponsor from Blackstack Brewing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. I suppose we can split one of those, Brian. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. You want to pour that? I'll go ahead and read the can here. West Coast IPA. Remember before streaming services when you had to run to get a drink from the fridge during the commercial break? And the rush you'd feel when you'd hear, it's back on, and how you'd have to run to get back in time. This crisp mosaic and nectaron uh, is kind of like that. This is a West Coast-style IPA from uh, Blackstack Brewing in St. Paul, Minnesota, called A Word From Our Sponsors. Really cool, like, logo. Or um, What's nectaron? I'm not entirely I'm I guessing a hop. Google that. It's got a really fun, like, uh... Yeah, Nectron hops. Oh. Um, Nectron is a New Zealand variety, uh, according to Yakima Valley Hops. Um, a full sister of Waimea and was developed in partnership with New Zealand's plant and food research and took over 17 years before full release. Nectaron uh, has a huge aroma of passion fruit, peach, grapefruit, and pineapple. It is a perfect. It is perfect for any fruit-forward beer and performs... Uh, really well when used in dry hop. Wait, they took 17 years to make it? Yeah. Well, to make the hop, yeah. Um, let's see. Here's the description from NZ Hops. Evoking the unmistakable aromas of the tropics, Nectaron <coughs> captures the senses and tantalizes the taste buds with crafted notes of pineapple, passion fruit, peach, and grapefruit already proven to add abundant character to style, such as strong pale ales and IPAs. This is a hop that can sing by itself or add an undeniable wow to any brew in the making. I'm really kind of excited to try this beer. Yeah, actually. Oh, wow. That aroma. Wow is very much the word. Oh. I, when I, I poured it out, and I would say what the when I poured it, the glass was probably a good foot or two from my nose, and I could smell it right away. But, yeah, this is very um, ne- ne- nectarine forward. Yeah. It's been a long time since I had a nectarine. Mm. Really nice bitterness. Wow. It's not as... Well, it's not as firm, I don't think, as a West Coast cutter should be. I don't know. It feels palate stripping. Like there's really? there's some IBUs well, here. Give me the are... give me the three sip rule going here. 
Uh, Carlos, do you wanna you wanna uh, talk to us about this beer while we're tasting it over here? Yeah, uh, it, like it tastes good. Like uh, like uh, it wasn't as fruity as I was expecting for all the uh, this nectarine hop was being talked about. Like I was, I was expecting like a little bit fruitier than it is, but still really good. Um, like it's got like the right balance there, so it's not like uh, I, overpowering. Yeah, I don't think palate stripping for me is the right word. I guess I'm going from Modelo to this, but yeah, palate yeah. strip. Like there's I don't know there's. A really nice bitterness there. It feels like it's dry, but it is definitely dry. It's know. a um, it's a full tongue bitterness. It's not oh. like it folds nicely. Um, straw yellow, um, not like crystal clear. There's, I mean, it's not. I mean, this is pretty fucking crystal clear, man. It's pretty clear. Like considering the IPAs we've been getting lately, this is crystal fucking clear. Like right. I can see you through it. Well, okay, all right, touche. I mean, we could turn on the patented beer light and really see that uh, that Devin Stinson installed. Devin's for not us. here. <laughs> Devin Snapchatted me actually during that segment. How did he know? I don't know. Maybe he was. Just, <laughs> maybe he was. His just ears were burning. Well, probably. Oh, <laughs> it's a snap of his son with uh, as a broccoli. broccoli head. Yeah, but it's a broccoli with vengeance. Yeah, it is. Wow, that's great radio. Yeah, uh, <laughs> some broccoli making some noise. Episode four fourteen, Devin. So the aroma. <laughs> so here's here's where I'm at. The aroma on this is incredible. Oh, the God, flavor yeah. is just shy. I feel like which what just just shy of like where the aroma's at. Like yeah, like there's a little bit of fruitiness up front. And then just a very firm bitterness, and then it kind of drops off. Yes, every single beer this brewery makes is really good. Just ridiculous. Um, yeah. Give me a number. Uh, you know, this is really good. Uh, I kind of wish it was a warmer date when I'm eating this, or when I'm drinking this, because, like, a nice hot day, like, yeah. it'd be, like having this on the porch would be nice. But, no, uh, I think I'm going to give this an 8.2. Wow! All right, yeah, all I think right. it's really good, uh, and I think it's easy to drink. And I'll uh, I'll do an eight point four. I'm gonna give it a solid eight. Um, I really enjoy. It. I wish there was a little bit more in the the flavor profile. Like the aroma, I think is spot on. I feel like the flavor just kind of falls short. I'd like a little bit more sweetness, and then a little bit more of a uh, a hot bite at the end. Alright. Um, but again, that's being incredibly picky. Like I would I would drink a six pack of this on oh, a hot summer day. Yeah. At seven percent though, I would need a nap, but I mean, like, isn't the bells too hearted that we chug constantly like seven percent? I don't know what you're talking about. We don't chug <laughs> we don't chug bells too hearted. We savor whelmingly. Prepare to be whelmed. Pretty much. This is yeah, this is fantastic. Uh, and if you haven't, if, if you're ever in like the St. Paul area, go to Blackstack, go play some mini golf at Can Can Wonderland. It's a fantastic time. Yeah. Well, Bauhaus used to do a mini golf tournament at Can Can? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. A cu- couple, like, well, it was, well, it was like, you know, 2019. Yeah. Then, Back maybe. in the day, I went on a lot of first dates at Can Can and really? I got really good at that mini golf course. Huh. 
I would, I, yeah, I got did you, too good at that mini golf Did course. Lucy tell me you told her how many, like, dates you had been on, and it was, like, 100 or something? Yeah, I went on, like, uh, just about 100 first dates. Wow. Well, because he, he saw the, uh, the, that movie, 50 First Dates, and he took uh, it as a I wanted to double, double it. Double it. <laughs> <laughs> Never saw it, though. <laughs> oh, I don't think I did either. I mean, I did. Like, oh, but, did you? Yeah. Oh. Very, very different concept. Oh. Because <laughs> she, uh, it's 50 First Dates because she has a memory problem and can't retain, move anything into long-term memory storage. And so, so, so he's being a creep for most of the movie. Yeah, Adam yeah. Sandler is. Yep. <laughs> I gotta watch this movie. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like Adam, Sand- I, Adam Sandler is a lot like Nicolas Cage for me, where you're half the time you're like looking at the train wreck that is his acting, exactly, and the other half the time you're like, oh, except Nick Cage is never train wreck. I, I, I really want to see uh, the Renfield movie with Nicolas Cage. I just like I, 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 I don't want to drive with my brakes all the way to the movie theater. <laughs> That's understandable. Nicholas Cage doesn't care about that. Nicholas Cage doesn't need brain. He was very ha- like no, that's one of his roles that he want. Like I can't remember all three full of throttle them. all the time. How has no he not breaks. been in one? But of like the he best he, uh, he always wanted to be Dracula. Uh, like uh, he also always wanted to be Superman. There was a third role he always wanted to ha- have. But uh, yeah, he. What was the third role he always? Wanted I don't to remember. Have. I don't remember what it was. Well, I'm going to New Orleans pretty soon, and I you gonna go find Nicholas Cage? I don't. I that's it is literally on a shared note. I said <laughs> it says find Phil Anselmo, and it says find Nicholas Cage. That makes sense. Find him. I will. Um, yeah. I'm gonna, his friend. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Bring him, bring him down to the podcast <laughs> You and Nicholas Cage go on a bender and wake <laughs> up and like there's the Declaration of Independence and a dinosaur skull. Oh, you guys would be so proud of me. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. And there's some cheese dip there. Yeah. There's always cheese dip. Gotta it's be. on the tech right here. I mean, molten. If, if there's a drunk Wisconsinite somewhere, there's a cheese dip. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So we're going to dive into our discussion topics. We're doing uh, the new format of two small discussion topics and a large one. Um, I will start with the small one, then Brian has the second one, and then uh, Carlos has the third large disaster topic. Um, so, something that I've been kind of uh, getting back into uh, is film photography. Oh, yeah? Like, yeah, I've been playing around with that again. Like, <laughs> yeah. So many hobbies. So many fucking hobbies. Like, I could even talk. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I and it, it it started in the perfect ADHD way possible is I was at Walgreens and I saw film on the wall so I bought some and then I like got my cameras like out and like had to buy some batteries to put in my cameras and then like So when are you going to build the dark room? Cuz you're going to jump all in. You're going to build your own dark room somewhere. I mean, it's to so develop easy. your own photos. I, you I, just got to make the room dark. Well, I mean, and, like, I have the utility room or I have, like, that closet back there. Like, I can make a dark room pretty easily. I could even do it in the uh, in the laundry room, oh, in the brewery. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I mean, that could work. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, you're right. I should probably jump into a dark yeah, just room. just jump right in and just get, get the dark room going. I mean, it's a lot of chemicals is the only thing that... If only, yeah. you like, we didn't have a lot of chemicals already in there, like, for brewing. Yeah, but, like, all those are food safe. Yeah. Well, mostly food safe. I wouldn't eat some of the cleansers. <laughs> that would probably be bad. Maybe. But everything else is probably fine. 
I think. But yeah, so like that's been fun. I uh, I had to like burn a an expired roll of film that was in there, so I took pictures of the dog, and then I put the new film in there, and then I took more pictures of the dog. I've been taking a lot of pictures <laughs> of the dog. <laughs> He's a cute dog. Uh, I got a couple of pictures of Carlos, and yeah, it's been fun. Nice. Um, and it's like, and I have no idea how they turned out or if I'm doing good. And I kind of love that part of it where everything's just like, it's a fucking mystery. History is mystery. Yeah. I took some, uh, took some pictures in the studio last week and yeah, and it's, yeah. I also have like a really nice DSLR that I should probably pull out and fiddle around with again, but one photography project at a time. Yep. Also, do you guys just collect hobbies? Yeah. Is that is that like okay, I know you do. Do you collect hobbies? I do not. Okay. What do you do when do you do you have that thing where like um a thing like worms its way into into your head and that's the only thing you can think about and you have to like do that thing? Yeah, but normally it's like not really it doesn't make me want to go and like start a new hobby. It's just like, all right, I got to do this thing now and I just and I do the thing. But like, but what if it's like? <laughs> that, but that's that's what I'm doing. But it's always yeah. A but, hobby. You, but but it keeps going. Like it's like a full on hobby. And it's like it's me. Like yeah, I'll do. I, I do this thing, and I oh, do the thing. Man, I think I think I have a problem where I have too much motivation and a we- and like a weird headworm. <laughs> you should get the headworm checked out by a doctor. <laughs> should, should I talk know, to Doc Wires? You should yeah. know a horse doctor. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, horse dewormer, I, I hear wonders. <laughs> All right. Brian, what do you got? Oh, my. Um, I have struggled to come up with a topic, um, but maybe I'll maybe I could just piggyback on your, yeah, absolutely. your hobby talk. Um, I have been playing the guitar for many, many, many years and at varying levels of interest and had recently, you know, at, by recently, I mean, a year and a half ago, I finally, you know, I bought my house. Um, actually, almost two years. It'll be, well, two in December. Anyway, um, or September. Excuse me. And so that's what I've been obsessing about lately. And so what I've started doing is doing my own setups on guitars. And so when you set up a guitar, you uh, you have to <clears throat> intonate it. Um, you have to check the you know the the distance of the string between the fretboard. So basically, you're you're setting it up to play in like a certain key. So I have a few guitars that like one of them is a seven string guitar and it's in B standard. I have two other ones. One's in C, one's in C sharp. Everything should be standard. C standard, C sharp standard. I haven't seen those standards. Well, there's drop, <laughs> there's drop C, there's you know drop B. Oh, drop C. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna drop the B? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Later when we're yeah. We're gonna drop the beat here. Drop the B in apartment. What? See, see, yeah, well, I guess. So that's what I've been doing. I don't know, uh, obsessing over guitars and their tunings and intonations. And that setups. sounds kind of fascinating. Like, yeah. And then there's is like, that just like a new thing that you wanted to like fiddle around with, or did you need like a guitar that needed to be both of those things? Because you can take a guitar to the luthier to a luthier, and they can do. I that. don't know any luthers. I don't either. Uh, so uh, I, I don't know. I'm not familiar with that term. Luthier. Yeah. It's a person that makes uh, wooden stringed instruments. Okay. Like lutes. 
loots and, and shit. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, there's definitely more to just like taking guitar, a guitar and playing with it and you can do different string gauges for different things. Like if you, if you play harder, like if you really jam on it, you want like a little bit heavier gauge. If you play lighter, like I do, you want lighter gauge. So I don't know, just playing around with all that has been really great. And again, we had this big long, you and I, Casey had this big long discussion about hobbies and we know what Lando's hobby is. It's squeaking uh, toys. Squeaking or fetching. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah no, this is, uh, this is, uh, it, it's been a day of just discussing our mental illness mm-hmm. and how we're like, no, 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 no. it's fine. We it figured is. out how to harness it for good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I swear to God, every time we hang out, one of us has a new hobby. What are you doing? Like yeah. That? Yeah. And you keep trying to get me into diving, which, I mean, I'll do eventually. I know. That's because I just need more dive buddies. Are we going skydiving at some point? Yeah, for my birthday. Yeah. I got to sign us up for that and get that figured out. Yeah. Um, I'm... I've listened to a Stuff Stuff You Should Know podcast about skydiving. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I have a... So my buddy Ben got really into skydiving uh, during COVID and got, like, licensed and everything. Really? Yeah. To, like, solo? Yeah. Wow. How many do you have to do? Like, five jumps or something? He told me, and then I forgot. I mean, if you're a teacher, I'm like, anything seems better than teaching kids, including jumping off a plane. (laughs) Jumping out of airplanes is way better than teaching kids. Is that what Ben does? Yeah, he's a teacher. Oh, that's right. He lives in Woodville. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. There's actually a really decent bar in... Uh, called the garage in Woodville. Yeah, yeah. 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 They had a uh, raspberry jelly donut chicken sandwich. That sounds terrible. And I had I had to try it. Oh yeah, that makes sense. And it wasn't that bad. Oh okay. It wasn't that, that bad. What is uh, what, what bringing endorsement? What an endorsement for the sandwich. No, we were supposed to go, um, and then uh, Ben canceled, and I was very happy about that because I was uh, I went to. Uh, Toppling Goliath, and then we stopped at uh, Forester on the way back, and or Forager, Forager on the Forager, way back. Yeah, there you and, go. And um, was that that's uh, Rochester? No. Yeah. Yeah, Rochester. Right. And then you didn't stop at the Hop and Barrel Spring Valley. No, I never made it there. Really? Yeah. Oh. That's why it closed. Um. <laughs> Rude. What? Because I never made it there. I, you didn't spend enough money there. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. Like I'm. I'm the reason. I'm sorry. Uh, and then it's too soon. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I mean a little bit. Um, and then yeah. And then Ben canceled. I'm like, oh thank God. I'm way too drunk to drive to Woodville. Cannot do that. It's a haul. That's it's four four exits before where I live. But then again, I live north of you ninety four yeah. by about fifteen minutes. So yeah, I mean Woodville's not too far, but it's still like a good twenty. It's, it's, 20 it's, it's a minutes minute. from where I live. Yeah, I got some tokens. We got to go to um, uh, was it Shug Shuggies? Shuggies. Yeah, I got some beer tokens. Oh yeah, you and I and Lucy went there yeah. one time, and there was sports ball on, and because sports ball players did. And the BNS sportscast good, wasn't a thing yet. So. No, not yet. The sports ball players did good sports ball things, yeah. and so they gave they rewarded us for just being there with 
beer tokens. Yeah, and like I don't I don't know about you, but I've learned a lot about sports since then from uh, Hoagie and uh, Dugout, Dugout Jones. Dugout. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dugout Jones, man, his his delivery is a little shaky, but boy, is he knowledgeable. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I mean, he he does like occasionally get down into a rabbit hole, but you just learn a lot. <laughs> All right, uh, it's called Dugout for a reason. Yeah. Carlos, what is uh, what is your discussion? So about? the final thing to talk about is like we talked about this a little bit yesterday is uh, making our own cult. We're oh yeah, start a cult. We found out <laughs> we we we, fi- we found out that one of our you friends said this before, but now I don't know why it's so funny. When one of our friends joined a sex cult, and we're like, we could start a cult. Yeah, we could what? definitely start a cult. Yeah, who joined us? We'll tell you off air. Oh, I know poop. <laughs> and like, like to be clear, it's not necessarily a sex cult. It's just that one of the ways to get in is to have sex with the, with the leaders. That's so that makes a it sex a sex cult. cult. Yeah, like that is that is how you like that's how you define yeah. a sex cult. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's immediately who popped into my head, and that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Ah, uh, yeah. No, I mean, I, more power to you. Like I don't, I couldn't, I cannot handle that. But we kind need of thing to, mentally. Like, like, it's just like, like a sex cult. No, just like being poly. Like I don't. I have enough to do with my I, my yeah. woman. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to join a sex cult either. I mean, if I were single, no. Well, well if you're it's a leader, the cult part of the sex cult. That's the problem. All right, all right. Well, well why is it a sex well, cult? Well, wait, is our cult going to be a sex cult? Oh no, our. Uh, so well, I, I think we uh, need to establish some guidelines. So one of the guidelines I think one of the can't be a sex cult. It, okay, it can't be a sexless cult though, because we're not going to get people to join. Well, no, no. <laughs> There's religion for that. <laughs> yeah, we're not starting Catholicism. <laughs> <laughs> this sexist cult is the worst. <laughs> I want out. So uh, I, I guess uh, the most important question we should start off with is uh, dress code. <laughs> what is the dress code for the cult? All right. Pants. All right. Or, or shorts. No. Cargo shorts. No. What about? Oh, what about, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. What about jorts? I like oh, this. Oh, yeah. Cargo jorts. Car- yes. I think the cargo part is very important because I think our cult should be um, based around... Work. Pockets? Pockets. Service. Pockets are important. Pockets? Holding shit. Yeah, for when you are doing service. The Building Church of Many stuff. Pockets. Or to- taking down stuff. What if the cult then was just all need- about... Taking stuff down, not destroying, just taking it Look, down. You, you know, the thing is, you don't need Jesus to carry you through the sand if you can just carry all your shit in your cargo shorts. Yeah, so then there's st- like That's two true. footprints, but they're just like deeper in the sand because you're carrying <laughs> a bunch of shit. Yeah. And also, like, Jesus didn't bring his, his, his cargo shorts that day, so you're, you have some of his stuff inside your pockets. He was just wearing robes. <laughs> like, yeah. he can't carry anything. Well, so everybody knows that uh, cargo shorts are actually, or like, in cargo pockets are actually alien technology from the Roswell crash. Yeah. And that's uh, that's why uh, in if you look at history, you did not see cargo shorts until very shortly after. So yeah, they uh, the 1950s. No, no. So they I have seen that. They as well. invented yeah. it for. Uh, <laughs> so it was actually it's really, really really interesting. It was invented for movie theater goers to like hide giant bags of candy they buy elsewhere and sneak into the movie. No, theater. but it's alien or technology, the, and we all know like that's that's the obvious thing. Do you think that like also right around this time the king size candy bar was 
was made. So oh, absolutely. Then you could fit that in the cargo pockets and go to a movie. Uh, quick, quick, fun little anecdote. Um, when I was in elementary school, uh, right around the time the Game Boy Pocket came out, I still had my OG Game Boy, but I would wear cargo pants all the time so I could put the uh, Game Boy in my pocket, and I called it a Game Boy Pocket because I was too poor to get a new Game Boy. That yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. Um, and that's, and also like it had four double A's, so it lasted for fucking ever. And the Game Boy Pocket had two triple A's and it would last like, an it hour. also really lasted a really long time. If you got your hands on like some camera double A batteries, the double A batteries made for cameras that are rechargeable. If you got your hands on those, like your, your, your Game Boy would run for ages. Chargeable batteries were clutch back then. Though. Yeah, they were. They were like black magic. Yep. Unless you had a Game Gear, in which case there's no yeah. amount of batteries. But I, I want you. I want to bring. Do you remember I, game? They were like, oh yeah, oh they were huge. huge, and like you basically had to play with it plugged into the wall. You had 30 minutes of life, if yeah. that. Sonic. I never had one. But Just I Sonic. Knew somebody that had one. Or Mortal Kombat, though I think those were the only two games. Mortal I Kombat. I, I never had a copy of it, but like there's also a Terminator, the, the Terminator like arcade shooter. They had a version of that for the Game Gear. No Damn. fucking way. Yeah, really. That's one of my. Think a Game favorites. Gear is on uh, eBay. Google. I'm I, I have one. eBay. Like, uh, my bro- one of my uh, my brother uh, Nick has it right now. Oh, I'm gonna get it back though because I got I ordered a uh, I spent money on stuff I shouldn't have so I got a uh, <laughs> I have a well, it's like a uh, analog pocket coming and it, like one it has an adapter so I can just play Gamer games on this nice device. Oh damn! A refurbished one is only like a hundred bucks. Did I know that? Car- Seriously, a hundred dollars for like that? Like I don't. I did not pay a hundred dollars for mine. Like did I, I, I was a teenager and I just was. Hey, I can get one of these. Oh, get that. Get a couple games. I had Mortal Kombat. So like, oh, it was the censored version. You had to like do a G code to get the blood enabled on Amazon from the Sega store with like a bag and everything. You can get a Game Gear for two hundred dollars. Nice. And it comes with the instruction manual. No, you don't really need that. Nobody's going to read that. I mean, what, what if I want to know how to use it? I could count the number of instruction manuals that I've read on one hand. Well, I'm sorry that you're ignorant. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, wait, wait, wait. I got a, I got a new sump pump the other and you know, day, and like, I read the whole you know thing. What, and you know, like, they're, like, a, car, like a, a game gear is so large, but you know what? It could fit in some cargo pants. Ooh. Some oh, cargo yeah. shorts. Here's, uh, here's, here's a Sega Game Gear with seven games, a case, and a fun pack. Order it. Uh, for $124. That's a decent, that's a, that's a right. decent uh, amount. Yeah. They're pretty cool things. They also even had like a TV tuner you could get for it. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. Um, yeah, anyway. So, uh, back to cargo pants. Yeah. Um, there's actually... I thought we were doing cults. It's a cargo cult. It's oh, a cargo, cargo yeah, cult. Yeah, yeah, cargo cult. Um, we're calling it cargo cult? Cargo cult. CC? Well, I mean, we don't call it a cult. We call it, we call it the church we, of cargo. So yeah. what are we wearing on top, though? We're, we got cargo jorts. Yep. Uh, so for know, everyone, free, yeah. free you know, charge. You know those uh, safari shirts? No, uh, better yet. You know those uh, Cuban shirts with all the pockets? I mean, kind of. Uh, I mean, oh, God, what are they called? Um, Cuban, Cuban sh- pocket shirt. Uh, it's called a... I, I have to look this up because I don't know what, I don't uh, know what a Cuban oh, uh, pocket shirt. Guayabara? Guayabara shirt? Has four pockets. What? I'm not finding this. I this is what I'm seeing. They look like fucking bowling shirts. Guayabara. Guayabara. Oh no, no, this is oh oh it's just it just has the one pocket on it. Like, no, it's, it should have four pockets. 
I, again, uh, this is what I'm. Oh, I see it now. I see it now. I found one. Yeah. Where is this? Cuba Vera Men's Authentic Embroidered. Yes, four is large pockets this? to store cigars and belongings. What? Look at that. The This is what you're talking about, right? Is that four pockets? I see one. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm talking about. This website says Rowell Western Guayabara. Okay, so Guayabara, Guayabara must be the, the style. The now. style of the shirt, yeah. And they're basically cargo shorts for your chest. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Look at this. I have one. Cuba Vera. What? Uh, you can put all kinds of stuff in here. Like, I know. Like a bag of chips, or like a bottle of pills, or a your gun, cigars, a, like a gun, like whatever. A gun. Yeah. An avocado. <laughs> An avocado. So you don't drop it. <laughs> Man. So I have a question. So for our cult, what is the meeting area for us? Like once we are off the ground and no longer like in people's living rooms. Oh, I was still working on the history of the cult and my rules. But, well, like, oh, well, we, well, we have yeah. we have a shirt that we can use. We got some shorts, jorts, and we but we need a place, cargo jorts. Like, where, cargo are gonna, jorts. where are we going to hang out? Uh, oh, uh, a tiki bar. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I Which, think. So. But we got to refer to the tiki bar as a temple, and everyone yeah. is yeah. Oh, like, it's absolutely it's a tiki temple. Wait a minute, isn't this just a tiki bar?" And people are like, "What? Excuse, oh, Don't excuse me? Uh, no, this is temple. Yeah, it's temple." Yeah. Uh, temple on Thursdays. And then if you do say that it's a tiki bar and you won't stop saying that, then they give you LSD. And you have to do that. And then that's your punishment. That's so like a lot of yeah. people like we are just going to do it on purpose. I mean. <laughs> also, we weren't supposed to start a sexless cult, but turns out we did. Uh, uh, did we? I, I, I mean, we're all wearing jorts. No, and no, no, no. Meeting pockets in tiki bars. are in. That's true. Pockets are in. Um, and they're, yeah. <laughs> As one of the, not the leader of the cult, but one of the, the, well, the elders, elders, I will hold all of the acid in one of the, the you're, you're, yeah, you're, well, I mean, <laughs> all of it. You're, yeah. You're part of the Holy Trinity. Yes. Nobody else holds the acid. I do. Yep. And actually, uh, there's, there's, uh, references to, um, so if, if you look at the hieroglyphs um, in Egypt, you can see uh, when aliens tried to introduce the cargo technology uh, while the building of the pyramids was happening, there's hieroglyphs oh, supporting no. that. Oh, it's But there. it didn't take because uh, the Romans invaded and destroyed it all. That was so, crazy. So you can kind of see, it's like, like, you can see a couple of references, yeah. though, to the missing scripts. Though. And actually, the, the very first, uh, the very first pair of cargo shorts ever created were lost in the, like, when the, the Library of Alexandria burned. Yeah, they were made out of papyrus. Yep. Like some people think they that, were very scratchy. Some yeah. people think that, that there was like an invader. <laughs> the invader took those cork, those uh, that, that first pair of cargo shorts and like balled them up and put them in his own pocket of cargo shorts. In the in the early writings of our cult, the there are, you know, like the interplanetary exchange of cargo jorts and guayabera shirts is written about heavily. It is. It is. Um, and actually, uh, the alien Jesus. Um, when he ascended back into his spaceship. Well, wait a minute. First, it was alien baby Jesus that came. and That's then, a different Jesus. That's a different Jesus. What? That's, uh, that's, that's alien baby Jesus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I know. You really got... So many layers. D different desert. Yeah. Uh, oh, right. <laughs> alien baby Jesus had many teachings. Yeah. 
<laughs> but Alien Baby Jesus, he didn't catch on as much, though, because it turns out not a lot of people were going to uh, Temple on Thursday. Hey, at the he TV was only a tavern. baby, all right? Yeah. And, like, the true founder of our uh, of our religion, uh, Moses. Yep. Uh, uh, Moses? Moses. Um, he uh, was able to store enough uh, cargo in his pockets to uh, lead his people through the desert. Yeah. And... Uh, he brought one grain of sand in the Guayabara pocket, the bottom right hand pocket, not the yeah. top. No, no, right, no, no the, the bottom, the, the, the sacred pocket. But I mean, and like, then he turned me- one grain of sand into many. And yeah. well, how about the the great miracle though of <laughs> that baby alien Jesus performed? Yeah, we're like let's talk about that. I thought on the it was beach, baby alien Jesus, baby alien Jesus. I'm sorry, I apologize. Let's but like yeah, we're let's baby, talk about that. Yeah, so where baby alien Jesus is on the beach. And he reached into his pocket. And, like, it was like, there's a lot of people, like, and they're all hungry. And, like, what are we going to do? So he started feeding them by reaching his pockets because it gave him the prepared snacks he had because he was so thoughtful. That's true. Corn, uh, corn. The, every, everybody knows the upper, the, the upper left pocket contained a loaf of bread that was able to feed 5,000. Well, what about the, the lower, corn, corn based? And it was. Snacks. That's the it upper was, right. Oh, 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 and it was wild that it was like all corn-based snacks because corn didn't even exist at that point nope. in time. Nobody no, knew what it was. The, it was the aliens maize. brought maize, and like all the maize was like in like in Americas. That's what little, but they alien, couldn't find it because it was very difficult to navigate. Yeah, you get lost. Yeah. Alien baby Jesus has a corn tattoo, and everyone was like, "What is that? Oh my gosh, what yeah. is that?" And actually, Dropkick Murphys wrote a song about it called "Corn Tattoo." Yep. Yeah, yeah everybody <laughs> remembers that song. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and everybody remembers that song. <laughs> I love that band. <laughs> they are in the cult. Yeah. yeah. It's not a cult, it's a religion. It's Whatever. a church. Yeah, so cult is uh cult is uh that's that's a derogatory term. So there's Temple on Thursdays. Uh, it's like uh, we we and we, I think we have like a good background for uh, for the cult so far. Uh, our, you mean our religion? I'm sorry. I shouldn't call it a cult anymore. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, if if you would like to uh, say it without the word religion, you can call it a social club. No, we oh. can't do that because we don't get like we can't get any tax breaks. We can start calling it a social club. That's true. But the village people might write a song about us. They might, unless they already did. They probably won't. I think they're all dead. Oh, really? Even the cop? They probably all get AIDS. Especially the um, cop. <laughs> Oh jeez, that way that got dark. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like I, I think we got we got a cult, we got a leadership of the Holy Trinity over here. Yeah, yeah, and I, I I really think that we were onto something with uh, with pockets. Yeah. Pretty good. Oh, we ought to get out of here. Well, I mean, so it shouldn't be the Holy Trinity. We, uh, Trinity, we need uh, the Holy uh, Quad, the Holy Quad, because we need a fourth member. Because there, there are four pockets on the shirt. I, I vote. And there's for, four pockets in the pants. I vote for Devin, but only if it's his head is still misshapen. <laughs> From, no. No, I, <laughs> from dropping the avocado. <laughs> no, I, I think we need somebody a little bit more uh, more fire in them. I think we need Devin Jr. because he's got with a heart full of vengeance. Grayson, <laughs> and we need that on yeah. the we know we need that on the council. He's our our broccoli lord, <laughs> broccoli lord and savior. <laughs> Jesus, man, this this episode is really shaping up. <laughs> it's become a thing. <laughs> 
Can you imagine being somebody who had never listened to this, listening to this episode? Like, the fuck is this? Ah, man, you know, I still understand why people listen, but a lot of people are listening lately, and it's baffling to me. Just keeps getting better. Right? If you guys have any questions, comments, or show ideas, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnessstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash blindnessstudios. You can follow us on Instagram at blindnessstudios. And honestly, if you're listening this far... Uh, tell us why you fucking listen. Yeah. I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>